Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer. In this episode, I am speaking with Jason Brown and Emily Potter of Jason and Emily. They are a folk music duo who do house concerts and retreats and all sorts of fun, interactive, in-person and online stuff. Um, I met Emily, I just met Jason on this podcast, but I met Emily a few years ago in a program where we were both learning to put together our coaching offerings. And she has done some really amazing things with her students over at her uh, Lightworker Musicians uh, program and also her page on Facebook. Just rallying uh, musicians who consider themselves light workers and showing them how to put together a profitable tour and to go on the road and not let anything that they think is limiting them limiting them and she talks about that a little bit in the podcast although we might do another one where we talk exclusively about that because it really is its own topic mostly what we're talking about in this one is the work that Jason and Emily are doing with together with their house concerts so They write, this guitar and piano duo believes strongly that the healing power of music can connect people to one another and to their deeper selves. Absolutely. (laughs) I love this bio. Utilizing a medley of heartfelt songs, their performances are filled with original songs inspired by their individual journeys of personal healing. Their songs contain powerful messages of vulnerability and surrender, yet remain filled with the celebration of overcoming life's challenges. I'll put a little aside here that, yeah, if you listen to Emily's music and Jason's music, what's what's so wonderful about it is that, yeah, it's it's a light worker perspective, but it's also very, a lot of the time, very light. It's like lighthearted and fun and um, they're just, they're fun people. Um, and I'll keep reading here because it's, al- it's almost uh, to its conclusion and It's a great bio. Emily and Jason's goal is to connect immediately with their audience and build bridges in order to foster a world more centered on love, compassion, gratitude, and joy. So that is their sweet bio. You can find out more information about Jason and Emily and all of the things that they offer in the podcast description notes. But without further ado, let's get into this. Here we go. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Jason, Emily, for being on the Inspired Artist Podcast. Uh, welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank we're you so it. happy to be here. We are. Yes, we're excited. <laughs> and this is really cool because we're doing three different time zones. So we are. thank you, Emily, for <laughs> really making that clear for us. She's like, you're two, you're five, you're four. Um, that was that was awesome. Yeah. So. Um, like let's just start from the beginning i guess can you tell me what you guys are creating because it's super exciting to me oh and i also wanted to say billy this one is for you because you've been begging me to make a podcast about songwriting so this was a this was a listener's request all right well hi billy (laughs) (laughs) i'll let you start jason go ahead okay well we uh as i guess i'm explaining to you we are Jason and Emily, and we refer ourselves as folk medicine uh, musicians and or folk music medicine. And so we got together about two years ago um, when Emily moved to Maryland and both had long years of musician, years of musician as doing our own thing. And then when we came together, uh, we 
decided that we should start playing music together. And we both have a very uh, strong passion to have our music be more than just something that's sort of casually listened to. Uh, and as we tried to really have it be something that means something to the audience and is something that we're able to use as sort of a medium to connect with the audience uh, in a very more intimate setting, uh, like house concerts or backyards or wherever you have you, and incorporate storytelling into what we're doing musically and sort of share our own stories, both the ones that we have together and individually and how the music has affected us and how then the music for me personally has been medicinal my whole life. I, I didn't really refer to it as music medicine back when I was younger because I hadn't even heard that term till very recently, but it's certainly that's what it's been and which is why I've been so drawn to it and playing it for so long because it is very therapeutic. And, and now I, I teach music to, to other people and with the goal of having them have that tool for themselves too. So I guess it's sort of what differentiates us from just being musicians is that we, we have a very um, direct intention of affecting the audience in a way that inspires them to, uh, to live their lives to the fullest and maybe um, be, become more creative in their own life and use either music or some other creative outlet of theirs to, to be a healing activity for them. And that, that is one of our main motivations for, for playing the music that we play and our intention when we, when we set out to, to play in front of other people. Yeah, that term medicine music, I heard for the first time actually last year in Tulum, I was describing to somebody what I do and she's like, oh, you make medicine music. I was like, oh, I do. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that term a lot. Yes, yeah. I like, to, like I said, I, it was a recent term for me too, but it's something I've been, I've experienced my whole life, but to have a term like that put on it has been helpful. And Yeah. And one thing yeah. that I want to add to what Jason said is, is I, I believe that every musician who has a calling to be a musician is, is, has the capacity to be music medicine for a specific target audience. So just like medicine, like you, you would take one kind of herb for, you know, upset stomach, another kind for sore throat. It's, it's, we all have something inside of us that we've gone through. And when we, when we write that original song, that song has the power to connect with someone who's gone through that same experience. So, so Jason and I are, have gotten really clear and we'll continue to get more clear about what our specified music medicine is and who it can it can um who it can actually be healing for so yeah. we we really feel passionately about about connecting with people so they feel liberated when they when the, when I, we have a matrix system that makes you feel stuck so that stuck place can be like a job that they they don't love going to they don't they're they're spending their their mortal life going to a job that they hate but they feel like they have to there's there's tra they're trapped and that's something that both of us have experienced and <laughs> in our own lives and you know relationships can make you feel stuck all these places that make you feel stuck and we we believe that the more we connect with each other in our music and get really unified with what our message is we have the capacity to be 
able to empower the people that listen to us and say, this is not a place that has to be stuck for sure. You know, experience it all the way through, because that's what our evolutionary souls want to do is to, to find out where we're limited as humans so that we can actually bust through it as the true self we are. And so that's the power of, of being folk medicine, um, music, music, we always say, we always say it differently, folk medicine, music, folk, folk music, medicine. <laughs> Um, and I, I really love that because then the experience of being a musician is not only about me. It's not me and Jason trying to promote our music and saying we're so great, which is totally fine. If that's, if that's the game that a musician's playing, please, you know, do that. We, we find that, that there's so much power and so much joy that we find, we find in being musicians when we have that deeper message, that deeper meaning with what we're offering. Yeah. I like that distinction too about every, basically, I'm going to paraphrase what you said. You can tell me if this is what you said, but at every genre, basically having the ability to be medicinal to whatever their audience is. Um, I, you know, and, and I hear that a lot because when, you know, when people are talking about mantras, for example, they're like, well, that's not the only healing music. And I'm totally on board with that. It's totally true. Um, sometimes what you're a match to is like a really sad song and that's really healing for you in that moment, you know, Absolutely. or like some yeah. heavy metal. That's so true. And that's something I had to get clear about because I also got clear about the way that the words um, medicine music is usually about mantras or singing bowls. And so then I thought I had to find my place. And I think Jason, you asked, you also had to like, well, where's my place in all of this? I want to do folk music. I want to do some blues, some jazz, like where can I still also have the capacity to be a healer in the, in that genre. And then, you know, I started a group, which is actually where Jason and I met is the Lightworker Musicians Tribe. And, and we realized, wow, everyone in their genres, like everyone's meeting the needs and the desires and the, and the connection with, with whatever resonates with them. And so, wow, like that just opens everything up. It's, it's so, it's so, there's so much room for everyone. Just room. Yeah. Would you say that? Oh, go go ahead. ahead. Well, I was going to say, (laughs) (laughs) to piggyback on Emily is that like, yeah, it's all these genres. It's really more about what I've learned at least is the intention behind it. And I remember reading a book about sound medicine and they, in this book, they were claiming that the intention that you're putting in the music actually travels with the vibration to whoever's hearing it. So it, it, so that's why I agree totally that it's really, it's the genre doesn't matter. It's more the intention behind it and, and what you're trying to do with the music that really then can have the impact that you're, you're hoping to have. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So would you say with your, so I don't think we've said yet, but you, you are both, working to create this container for songwriters or people that might not even consider themselves songwriters, right? Um, to create this sort of music with them, correct? Yes, yes, definitely. We want to reach other musicians wherever they feel stuck because mu- musicians have such a great power to unite, to bring harmony to, you know, re- relationships. I mean, my goodness, I guess we just, because we are musicians, we, we understand this power, but yeah, definitely we want to reach other musicians for sure. Yeah. So when you start with, can can you kind of describe like the the process, the sort of what, if if there is a traditional one, or maybe it changes every time. Oh, uh, you mean of how we? Yes, yes, there is. Yeah, we like, actually, how yeah, do you, like the model of how we do it? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I also want to make sure we talk about, you said uh, songwriting, songwriting is, is someone, someone asking for that. And we want, I want to ask specifically what they want to know about what you think they want to know about. We can also talk about that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was hoping to get into that a little bit with that question because okay, I was great. curious how you sort of guided someone through that process, but yeah, she had specifically asked me how I write a song. Oh, Ooh, you know, ooh which might not be fun. something that you think about because maybe that comes kind of naturally, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that is actually relevant with what, what the model is as well. So um, I would love to, to take this one first, Jason, if that's sure, all right. <laughs> this is really fun for me because um, I I quit my job in 2015 and became a full time musician. And it took me it took me to all of these countries. Uh, so far, it's been 14 different countries, and and I was able to offer my original songs to the the people I was playing for in these countries. And and so this is all coming back to your question of what's the process. I had to live the process myself first. I had to be my own medicine. I had to be my own healer every place where I felt stuck. So musicians really get stuck on money that we, and, and also that there's not a, you can't, you can't make it right. Like it's, I call it the starving artist syndrome. It's a disease of the mind to believe that we can't make our, make money from, from our, our craft. And, and rightly so we see evidence of that everywhere. But that's, I'm first showing you like, there's all these, these, this pain that, that musicians have when you come into your own and know this is what I want to do, but I can't because I'm stuck because of money. I have a family I have to raise. Um, uh, there's this, I'm getting too old. That's a really big one. I'm getting mm. too old. Um, I, you have to be like, you know, 15 to start. And when you're 45, you know, it's way too late for me. I'm getting too old. Oh my gosh. What's another one, Jason? Just, there's so many. <laughs> it's, I don't have time. Um... I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm comparing myself to other musicians and they're better than me. I, 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 had, I struggled with that as well. Um, if any other ones, you can come and say them. I'm sure Porter, you've also experienced some of this as a musician yourself. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, that, so, that old one was, was a big one for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Old. So, so I had to first live the process for myself of saying, all right, I am going to overcome, I, I'm committing, I'm just making a decision to overcome some of these things that are holding me back. I didn't have a fan base, I didn't have um, money coming in, and I, and I was able to live as a musician for five years uh, internationally without any of those things being a barrier. And I'm very proud of that because that's insane. I still How many years? Time. Five years of international wow. travel. Yeah. And um, giving, offering, offering free concerts around the world. Um, and I could talk more about that in another podcast. That's, that's, a, that's a passion for me to talk about mu music um, and money specifically, money, people overcoming yeah, yeah. Their, their, their limitations. So the, the process now is that Jason and I come together and, and we offer an intimate house concert. And we, we specifically pray, we pray and say, whoever gets to be in that room will, will feel called to it because people, what we're offering is a little bit unique. So they think, oh, a nice little concert, but they don't know there's actually this like depth of, of, of possibilities of healing that can happen there. So we, we want to connect heart to heart, even if they see our names and everything, oh, nice music. But we're like, no, there's something else 
that will, that might attract you here. So that's the first part of the process. And then once they're in there, we, we get to know them. We, a really important part of the process is talking to people beforehand and afterhand, afterhand afterwards so that they, we, we make an intimate connection. This is one-on-one. -on -one. This is you and me, you know, making that, that, uh, that heart to heart connection. And then the, the part of the process that's really, really beautiful for us is that we are able to offer our, our original songs and tell the stories behind the songs and weave the stories of the songs into a, a kind of a cycle or a circle. Like we start at the beginning, like of the hero's journey, um, uh, Joseph Campbell. Right. Joseph, Joseph Campbell talks about the hero's journey and each one of us is the hero of our own lives, of our own adventures. So we start with, the, with songs that that bring us to a place of saying we're all we're all you know, on our journey. And and then we go into the, the darkness and have songs about that. And we talk about our own vulnerabilities and our own things that we're overcoming. And then we come through and we have like that moment of shining glory of and then we overcame it. And, and all of us have these stories all of these have everyone has one because we're alive we're human even if it's the sm smallest little victory we all have them so then we conclude with a song of inspiration and then at the end we we ask we we offer invitations and saying from this where would you like to take the energy where would you like to direct the energy once you leave this room and then they are on their own that to to do what they want with that inspiration that they received they can connect with us after that and because we're there to support and encourage and empower um and um, it goes further where i actually offer a mentorship program so I have an eight week course, they can do the, the eight week course, or they can have like an individual solo course that they can just purchase if they like. So there's like, you know, steps after that as well. So that's the process in a nutshell. That's yes, really and, I, and I went through Emily's process of the mentorship program. And so as a more to speak more to then an individual, the effect that it has and then, and then the individual process as a result of the music and this intention of you know one thing i really learned through that process was to be vulnerable and to be you know, open to the the songs that i was writing because i up to that point i really was more i think driven by this notion of okay what if i'm writing a song it needs to be a song what is the song people want to hear what what's the song's going to mm. be help me be popular then realizing though the the power of writing songs that are just true, my truth of who I am and what I'm going through and, and, and not really sort of shifting that the, the arrow of where my, my songs are going and, and having the willingness to be more vulnerable and, and be myself. And I think being able to witness that, the effect that that has on the listener uh, I think it can be very powerful because I think that's that's something that really opens opened me up to a whole new way of experiencing my own music and my own songwriting and has been very healing for myself because one thing I one part of the songwriting process that I've always enjoyed is that I sort of get to know myself through the songs that I write because mm -hmm. if I'm if it's something that I really feel motivated and inspired to sing about then it must be something that means something to me. And so through then reflecting on these songs, it's really helped me understand myself better and, and been healing in that way as well.
Mm. What I love about that, I'm glad you brought up vulnerability. And that's a really important part of the process that I didn't mention is that the, the power of, of offering music medicine in that intimate setting is that we're not trying to change anyone. We're telling our story. This is the power of just being able to say, this is who I am. If, if it's useful for you, if it's inspiring for you to make your own changes, then, then take it. We want to just offer our hearts. And I love that instead of saying, this is a right way you're supposed to do things. Oh my gosh, we have nothing to do with that. Like, this is, this is good for you. Like, no, it may not be good for you. I love that. It's just the power of vulnerability saying here I am. I don't have all the answers. I'm doing the best I can too. We're in this together as humans. Here's my story. I'm willing to share it with you. And it's amazing to me. I mean, we've all experienced this. It's so amazing to me how, how connective that can feel, how, how wholesome that can feel and, and inspiring to make changes happen. Yeah. That's so interesting. That makes me think of, cause the word vulnerability is used so much in like, you know, people's po- posts now, like vulnerable share here. And what I was reflecting on the other day is it's like, that element that you're talking about where you're saying you have basically no idea how someone's going to respond to it. Right. (laughs) But like, I feel like the way it's being used is I'm just opening up and that's a part of it. But the other part of it is being accepting of how it is received. Right. Mm -hmm. That's actually a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. I've had people walk out and they're just, they're uncomfortable. (laughs) They're just uncomfortable. Like that's way too vulnerable for me. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm. (laughs) They're they're like, I got to get out of here sat. And I'm like, peace. And then, and there's other times where, um, people are, other people are craving open hearts in this world of just you know, shallow and just, you know, I'm good. How are you? And don't tell anything more than that. Just craving that connection. And that's most people that have ever come to concerts um, for this healing. But yeah. Yes. And one of the effects that our our shows had has been, I think by us being vulnerable there, we've had an audience member then feel inspired to come up and sing a song in out that they've never done it before. Because I think by seeing that we're just regular humans going through the same struggles they are, they're like, oh, well, if they can do it, then I can do it. And I think that's really been a rewarding aspect of what we do and why our big part of our target audience is musicians in the hopes that if they're musicians that are feeling very apprehensive or self-conscious about sharing their music and they see it modeled that, oh, well, they're doing it and they're not famous, they're not the best musicians in the world. They're not the best singers in the world, but they're, they're effective. They're affecting me. And so why can't I do that? And I think that's been one of the rewarding things to see happen where people that up to that point were not, had never sung, sang or played a song of theirs in public now are doing it. And it's like, that's really a, a big reward of it. And that to me is a big part of the medicine part of just opening them up to the possibilities that they have in front of them. and. And that's really a big part of what we try to accomplish with, mm. with, with our concerts. Yeah, that's really cool. So we've been talking about the concert portion of what you do, but you have also, because I listened to the really beautiful song that your, would it be fair to call him your student wrote or your, your oh. friend? Oh, oh the one I sent you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he came to uh, one of our fluted music retreats. He's, that a, he's that's, that's actually who I was really thinking of when I was just telling that story. <laughs> oh, oh okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But what do you want to say something about that order? Something? No, no. I was I was wondering. So is is this um, because there there is this food and music retreat thing? But we haven't been talking about that, right? We've just we've been talking right. about the house concert. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> yeah. So did you want to talk about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So so Jason and I offer our our concerts, and we are. Um, we're taking that on the road. So we're going to be going across the country and um, offering that yeah. in intimate house concerts. Yeah, very exciting for us. Um, another humongous part of what we're building is the food and music retreat. And I have to tell you about this because this is my <laughs> new uh, endeavor that we want to, it's pretty new that what we're creating, it's basically in response to some of the intense chaos that's happening in the world. There's something really powerful about, about turning and, and going towards the solution and saying the solution can be as simple as people coming together and eating wholesome food together and creating music together. And at the end of the three days together, we then offer this performance of original music that we've been working on the whole weekend to whoever would like to live stream it and listen and, mm. and and share or, or just and, and receive a gift of what we have created. And all of it is in the sacred space. It, and sacred also means fun and lively and wonderful. But the sacredness of saying we are responding to chaos, to isolation that's going on, to, to racism, to prejudice. We come together, we create harmony, like literal harmony. And so the, the premise is that people are uh, signing up for the retreat and they're saying, okay, so I'm a musician or people are even nervous to use that word. If they've never, you know, sang any, any time, you know, in public. So people who like music, how about that? People who say I've never sung before, or I've never played an instrument before. And, and I would like to be part of something, but I've written this little song. You, you bring your song, however it comes. And there are people who've been, you know, playing for years too. It, we're all welcome. You come in, we then learn the song with you. And so we have these workshops to learn how, you know, we're create, not really how to harmonize. We kind of expect that, you know, at least, you know, what harmonies are, but, but basically I would be singing on Jason's song and, and he would be playing guitar and someone else's song. And by the end of the, the weekend, we then have, um, you know, like a 30 to 45 minute performance that we can offer a live audience and also a, an online audience. Now that's the, that's the music portion of it. The, the food part of it is that in the last couple of years, I have healed myself from a very, from a, a long list, to be honest, a long list of chronic illnesses. I've been what they call on couch island jason was there he saw me <laughs> uh, laying on that couch for days and and learning how to heal myself with wholesome fruits and vegetables i now joke humorously but quite seriously also that that fruits and vegetables are my new best friends they are <laughs> they're there to serve me and i've learned it's it's through the medical medium if anyone else is familiar with that any of your listeners the medical medium protocols are specifically to help cure and, and, um, and assist people with chronic illness. And that was me. So definitely realizing the power of these fruits and vegetables coming from the earth. And so we want to, we want to bring in making meals together and, and sharing food together. I mean, that's so wholesome. It feels so good and healthy. And so people who are struggling with, with things, 
physically health wise, we now have this whole other aspect of what we offer in the food and music retreats. It's not just good, yummy food. It's actually, if you're struggling with, I had eczema, massively horrible eczema everywhere. And I was able to heal it with, with the power of these fruits and vegetables. So yeah, just, we want to be once again, you know, there's another aspect of medicine. So food being the medicine for the body and music being medicine for the soul and then the connections for the, everyone. So I, I'm very excited about offering this retreat and we're going to, we're going to be doing that on a regular basis. That's so cool. So is that a touring thing as well? Or do you do the, yeah. 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 We're, we're opening it up. We're probably going to have a couple ways of doing that. And one of them will be a um, what the ideal is that we'll, we'll be on tour and we can have our performance and then that'll be a way people get to know us and saying, we'd like to now, you know, uh, sign up for your music, food and music yeah. retreat as well. That's so fun. Yeah. And do then you, move on to the next town. <laughs> so do you, I'm assuming, I mean, this might be a silly question, but I'm assuming that y'all really enjoy touring because that's where you've put your focus, right? Jason, want to answer that one? <laughs> well, yeah, we haven't done too much of it yet, but yes, that's, I mean, to me, that's where, because I think the power of what we do is, um, has to be, is more powerful in a, in a live, intimate setting that, that, that's why the touring is, is an important part of it, of like actually coming into people's homes or intimate settings like a home to to experience all those things of of connection and community and the food and not just oh we're here to entertain you for a couple hours and then move on we our, our goal mm -hmm. is really to have it be of uh, all-encompassing sort of experience both for ourselves and everybody else because that's 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 where we're trying to uh or that's where we believe we can have the biggest impact in these smaller intimate settings and so and I, I mean, I certainly enjoy traveling all over this country for sure and meeting new people and then branching that out. And through Emily's group that she has, the uh, uh, Lightworkers Musician <laughs> Tribe, that we have, there's, our, there's already connections that we have throughout the world, really, in that group, because there's thousands of people in there that are spread out. And through that group, just being able to, one of the powerful things of being a part of that group for me was to see that there were so many people like me all over the place. And so to go and be in person with them and share this experience and, and hear what their stories are is really very appealing. And I think be very rewarding for, for both parties. And so, yeah, so that's, that, that is an important aspect too. I mean, I remember just meeting Emily in person for the, I mean, we, all this stuff is done online and then finally meeting in person, it's just, as we all know, very more, much more powerful experience. And so that's, that's what we're hoping to do is sort of come out of the computer screen and into your living room, so to speak, and, mm -hmm. and have it be a much more real, real connection. But wow. to be honest, um, to add to that, uh, we're, Porter, we're so excited about this, that we're, we're setting up our home to also be a retreat space. So it's going to be it's seasonal, you know, we're probably going to be doing more of the traveling in the warmer months and then having the retreat come to mm. us in winter months. So it's, this is our passion. This is what we want to do. This is what we, we want our contribution to humanity to be, and it fulfills us so much. So it's, 
it's uh, the traveling and the staying put and, and continuing to master our craft together with the musician, with the music and the songwriting. We can talk about that next. And yeah, there's, it's going to be just on, just on for us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's talk about songwriting. Um, do you, do you have a place that you want to start with it? Because what I was going to ask you about was kind of how, how that took place with your, with your friend slash student who, oh, who yeah. decided to perform. Was that, was that a process that you helped him with in yeah. some way? Oh, so, yeah. Cause that, that might be a good place to start. Yeah. Uh, the first thing, so anyone who's, who's just curious about our songwriting process, I would say if, for me, it's, it first comes through with what I've experienced, right? So, so Ian was our student and, and part of the retreat and he wrote a song. It's his very first song he's ever written. Uh, it's really remarkable because it's exceptional and, and he's never performed before. I mean, maybe like little things, but not, not to the extent that he has wanted to. And he's, he, sent the song to us in advance. And then we learned, we learned it, you know, with the chords. And so I then started just practicing harmonies on it. Jason was practicing some, some lead guitar on it. And so then we got together and just felt it. like, how, how does it feel to, to have these three people on it? And if anyone's ever had a, you know, your song with some other people on it, it just, it's magic. It's absolute magic to have like, Whoa, my gosh. That's <laughs> Um, so that song specifically that we sent to you was written for, for some, a friend of his who passed away from a drunk driver. And so it was a very personal one. And then a week later, I actually had a friend uh, die from a drunk driver as well. So I had a lot of heart to that. No, it's really just incredible. And so we, we felt like this was a gift that we were able to offer the families of the, the two that, that passed away. And so it was right in alignment with everything that that we are as musicians and also as healers. Um, so yes, I, I believe first, the first thing that I would say with anyone who wants to learn how to, you know, how do you even start to do a song? I would say it goes right into that vulnerability. Tell the truth, tell your truth, start with, start with the, the lyrics or the, the music, whatever it is, but, but like connecting to something deeper inside of you to be able to have that come out, even if it's just fun playful you know it's something within you that's very uniquely you and what you experience what you love mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened with ian yeah yes and a big part of that too is, is getting the self-critic out of the way and trusting that what you're creating is is good and and worthy i mean because that that's i think for, for all of us is a big barrier to overcome of just feeling get get the perfectionist out of the way and the self-critic out of the way and and just let it let it happen and take it to completion and then and then maybe go back and make some edits on it if you feel necessary but it mm-hmm. because i think at least my experience with songwriting is if if i write part of a song and think oh i get stuck and i'll come back to it i never really do it's like the songs that i end up keeping are ones that really just kind of flow and i sort of keep at it and till I feel like it's mostly complete and then I'll add a little bit more here there but the ones where the times where I stop and start analyzing it those are the ones that I I, at least personally I I rarely complete it's so it's more 
the songs that I keep have kept and, and enjoy singing and playing still are the ones that sort of I just let it just keep flowing and then let it be what it is. And that and that took for me a, a, a process of because I have probably dozens of partially written songs. So it, it did take a, it's not something that just came automatic for me. So it is a process, but it's one that I think it is important to just try to let it once that inspiration hits to really take advantage of that moment in those times and just let it flow and not let the the inner critic get in the way. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say one of the tools that I offer my clients is what I call the 12, what do they call it? I forgot what I called it. It was a challenge for a year. <laughs> and basically this is something I did for myself. And then I said, this is really useful if you want to try um, writing two songs a month for a solid year. So this is not about a good song. This is not about, you know, the song that you're going to put on your album. It's just the, it's just getting out of the way and making a habit of, of writing a new song. And you, I, my, my choice was twice a, twice a month to have two completed songs by the end of the month. People can do one, they could do 10, whatever they want, but, but it, it frees and liberates you to not get stuck on, is this a good song? Or is there, is there a flow that's going to keep coming? If I don't finish this one, is there going to be another one that comes behind? You just mm -hmm. know, I'm just going to finish the song. And, and then you can, you can, you can work with your craft in a light way. And it's a lighthearted way instead of like, Oh my gosh, everything has to be so perfect with this one song. No, you're just going to get it done. And from and then just get to the next one and it just starts to flow with like a like a well-oiled machine instead of a rusty one <laughs> and what from that year of 24 songs i think i i sing maybe five or six of them mm -hmm. still some of them just you know they're just not that great and they don't they don't capture me and that's perfect now i have five or six new songs out of 24 and and you go from there right. so so anyone who feels stuck that's a, that's a really good process that can work for them. Right. Do you find that you have like a spark of inspiration in, in that process? I'm curious where you're like, Oh, this is what I'm going to write it about. Or is it more like, okay, it's Tuesday and I have two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What a good question. I have to be honest. I've had both. Like okay. I got nothing. I got no <laughs> inspiration, but it's Tuesday at two o'clock. So I better, <laughs> and, and like, you know, the end of the month is coming in three days. So I better get one out. That totally happens. Uh -huh. and yeah. So that's the benefit of that challenge because when I was, I, I actually did that challenge when, when I was in Emily's um, Lightworker Musicians Tribe group and committed to writing a song a month. And so part of that did because other up until that point i was it was it was always just when inspiration hit but that having that sort of deadline does sort of did for me create those situations where okay well now i'm going to sit here until something comes and just keep going and uh so so both yeah i think are, are have been worked for me and yeah yeah that's, and that's, I've, I've also had both. That's, uh, you've had both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think if you're doing, it sounds like to me from hearing other professionals speak about their craft to like writers, especially, I hear a lot of people say like, I write something every day. Like I can't, mm -hmm. you know, I don't care what it is. I, I write something every day and I, I don't write a song every day. I think that would be a little crazy, but, 
I, I mean, who knows? Maybe people do that. That might be really great, <laughs> really great practice for someone, but it's not for me at this moment. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I think that that's, I think it's important to be able to do, to do both, especially when you consider like people who have taken their careers to like pretty big heights and are constant or having like meetings with people to collaborate. I mean, if you're in a room with some really great songwriters, you have to be able to work when you need yes. to. Right. That's yeah. true. You know, to, to add a whole other dynamic that, that would make someone successful is to have someone to be accountable to. Hmm. So I, the, the way that it worked for me is I had a, I had a patron program on patreon.com and I was announcing to my patrons and I didn't have that many, but, but they kept me accountable. I'd say, all right, everyone here are my two songs. So I was sharing those songs. I was telling them at the beginning, I don't know if they're going to be good or bad. That is so not the point. I'm challenging myself. So every month I'd have these patrons looking and seeing and listening to what I did. And boy, did that keep me accountable. Like they're all looking and watching and, and you know, and I had, I, I, I extend the invitation for people to say, if you're deciding to get vulnerable and you're, you're serious, get patrons to get behind you and say, I'm ready to, to support this project. Even if it's just for a, you know, a duration of time, people, people love that kind of thing. They love seeing you stretch out of your comfort zone and get mm -hmm. you know, vulnerable that way. Yeah. And they'll pay for it. Yeah. 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 That, that's interesting. I've had a similar uh, situation with the subscriber program that I created, but practicing the the somatic sound practice i do body cello and like every thursday at 5 p.m i have to come up with you know or before then i come up with another class and that that keeps me really supple in like you know the creative <laughs> process it's like i you know i said i was gonna do it so i'm doing it and i make yes. you know and i record another thing so yeah absolutely i agree with that yay i love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um we're we're uh, nearing the end here, but I, I do want to hear a little bit more about your your songwriting process, especially like, can you can you give me sort of a window into because I've never personally like guided somebody through a process or like, I don't know, it, do you do you feel like when you're working with other people in these retreats, is it going to be sort of like, all right you know, let's all go off for an hour and let's see what you come up with. Is there going to be a prompt? Is there like, what, is it going to be whatever you feel in that moment? Like how, how is that going to work? That's a great question too. Um, the retreats would not be exactly where people would start a new song, although they could, I mean, why not? It would mostly be like, I already have something already going. So, uh, and then we can work on that. But truthfully, I like, I like that as an idea, Jason. You and I can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it would depend. It would, that would be dictated by who's there to retreat. I mean, because some people may come, say, "Hey, I have a whole album of songs that I'd like to share and and mm. and work on." And some people may be like, "Well, I have a couple of lyrics written down or chord changes or whatever." And so I think that's it. And that would be dictated by also how much they know of you know, music theory. I mean, how much can I, if I could, so that would also determine, I mean, and I will yeah. just share what we've done. I mean, I know like Emily's talked about how sometimes she'll just take chord changes from a song that she likes and sort of make them her own and craft a song around that. And a lot for me, a lot of it starts with just, I'm practicing something, whether it's like scale exercise or 
new chords and then I hear something that sounds appealing and it sort of then it suggests some sort of lyric and then a, then I go from there. So there's all kinds of different processes, but it would really depend on where, what somebody's able to bring to the table. Like the example of Ian, I mean, he pretty much had most of his song, uh, he had that song written and I think more for him, it was just a matter of needing like cheerleaders, be like, no, this is a good song. This mm -hmm. is great. And, mm -hmm. and then adding, then hearing other instruments along with it is a great experience to, to feel like, oh, it sounds like a real song because when you sit there and play it by yourself, it sounds one way, but to have a full band behind it, it, it really takes on a whole new personality. And so, so I think that would be a big part of what our retreat is, is giving, giving people that experience of, okay, well, let's fill this song out a little bit. You, if you have the basic chord structures and the structure of the song, then we'll add some harmony vocals to it. We'll add some guitar parts or piano parts, bass parts, whatever to, so you can hear what it sounds like with a full, a fuller band, and and that really then a song can take on a life of its own, and and that would be a big part of it, I think, too. Just having yeah. that that access, because I know when I was in a band 10, 15 years ago, and really first started writing songs that we were performing live, what a blessing it was to have four other musicians who were willing to to learn the songs and and create parts for them. It's like the song by the time the, the band was performing the song it sounded so different than when i just sat down and played it and and that was just a very good experience for me that that i believe it would be a big part of of what a retreat would be for people just to fill out their songs and yeah. and also to encourage them and, and give them a an environment where they feel confident to to share what they have because that's that's certainly a big part of it too yeah when you Oh, can I just respond? I just want to say something. Absolutely. It, it, um, when you were saying that thing about um, how Emily likes to take the chords from other songs, that's a really great trick that I actually never thought about. <laughs> but maybe not, you know, maybe not a lot of people realize that a lot of songs have the same chord progressions, yet they sound totally different melodically right. and instrumentally and whatever. And I was just thinking about how, like, sculptors sort of see their sculpture in the marble, you know, mm -hmm. like there's this chord progression that's basically like marble, but you have to kind of see the sculpture because you have to come up with something to go over it that's like your own, right? Um, so, and I think that that might be a stumbling block for people who are writing song or who want to write a song but can't, you know, which might be why Billy asked this question, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, just the ability to kind of hear something different in something that's the same as something else, right? Ah, I see that. I see that. That's actually where I wanted to go and, and <laughs> offer. Uh, oh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I was saying, Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to take, I wanted to take that and actually offer two practical tools that I use and want. So, so for people who are having a hard time with the music and then people who are having a hard time with the lyrics, I wanted to address both um, the, the music what what we're all talking about is music theory which i don't hardly know anything about at all jason's very good at knowing that he also teaches it to his students but if people don't have a background in music theory the one thing that we can know is that there are progressions there are a certain you know four or five chords that always feel good to our to our western civilization ears it's different in other in other countries but in our with our ears we we know what it feels like to have and that's supposed to 
you know, these chords come together. And so even if you don't even know what to look for online, you know a song that you love and you find out what the chords are. And then you, you now have a chord progression. You're not stealing from that song because you're, this chord progression is pretty universal. And there's, you know, dozens and dozens of kinds of, of chord progression. So you, so then I've always felt like I was cheating doing it that way. And I'm like, I'm not, this is actually everywhere. So, so this is a good way to start in finding what the music can be for your song when you first start one. So there's the, the, you know, short version of that. Then when it comes to lyrics, I just don't even know where to go. This is a tool that I use. And I'm curious if any of your listeners feel like this would be useful for them. I listen, I put, put earphones in and I listen to a song that I love just over, like on repeat, probably for like 15, 20 minutes over and over again, listening. And I just have a blank piece of paper or um, a Google doc opened and I just start writing. I don't have just brainstorming, just, just writing, 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 because I'm, I'm being filled up with this song that I love. I love, I feel it. I'm feeling it. And whatever I'm writing has maybe nothing to do at all with the, with the lyrics of that, but it, but it's the inspiration that's like pushing out my voice because I'm in that spirit of just like, you know, feeling it, just feeling that song. And so I cannot believe how many pages and pages and pages come with doing that. I think my lot, my longest time doing that was about 20, 25 minutes of just writing, writing. And then I, I, and then the really important part of this process is then you might read through it, but the best thing you could do is just let it sit, let it sit for a week, come back to it. And you will be very surprised what comes up. And from there, you can start to, that's as real and as raw as your spirit could possibly speak like you're not trying to orchestrate anything and from there you might start to 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 organize it into a verse another verse a chorus a bridge and uh, i've written a lot of songs that way so that's a little a little tool that might be useful that's really cool i've 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 done something similar but i never would have thought about it in that way like like i was at a concert last weekend and i was listening to this song i was like oh i love this and I'm going to write something, but for, yeah. And I think for me, I didn't ever thought about it by being the feeling for me. It was like, Oh, I like the, I like the, the, like the rhythm of it. So I'm going to yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, words whatever in that rhythm. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> no, for sure. That, that you're, you're going into the next level of whatever that song, you know, inspires. So the rhythm for that song for you was, was the one that, that got you inspired. So yeah, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. What, uh, what are some, um, t- like, do you have sort of a, a starting point, Jason, for when you're writing a song or is it always uh, different? Well, I usually like to have, like, if to me, the hardest part is always like the first lyric or two, because once I sort of have that, it sort of, it sets a direction for my mind. And so, but a lot of, the, but I'll, what, I, what I'll do is just, if I, there's a chord progression that I like, that appeals to me, I'll just play that over and over and over and just sort of write down what comes to mind until I, till something comes to mind, like, oh, I like that. And then sort of it, once it, once I get a two or three lyrics down, it sort of then starts suggesting a direction which to go with it. And then I can build on that, which is probably the most tried and true formula that has worked for me of just sitting around playing uh, a chord change and like you're saying at the concert the rhythm sort of starts going and then it's sort of like dot 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 and it, it sort of mm-hmm. suggests where those 
the rhythm of the lyrics too. And then I'll just start brainstorming lyrics until something sort of sticks. And I mean, truthfully, that, that happens a lot of times and nothing does. So I mean, it's, there's a lot of trial and error that goes with it and a lot of false starts. But um, you know, one thing that has really always, that I remind myself of is my, one of my favorite songwriters, Bob Dylan, and he's written over 500 songs but I only know probably 20 of the songs that I really like. So it's like there's 480 songs that he's written that I've never heard. And there's probably many of those that I probably wouldn't want to have no care to hear, but it, 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 but it comes back to what you're saying about writers, right? It's like, you have to, you can't expect every song. Nobody can have every single song they write be this amazing masterpiece. So in order to get those masterpieces, you have to have all this other stuff to, that, isn't a masterpiece, but you have to work through that and keep going. And that's, uh, that's to me would be a, a big part of it too, is just keep doing it. Even if, yeah. and I, I was fortunate enough when I was younger and writing songs, I had friends and people that say, oh, that's good. You should, you should keep writing songs. And so that sort of has kept carried me through for many years, just having people say that. And I think that's really what our big part of our treats are about is, to, kick, to let people know and convince them of the worth and value of what they're doing. And mm. that's sometimes all people need is somebody to say, no, you're doing, that's good, keep doing it. And, and that, that's you know, what we hope to provide too. But, but I don't mm. know, that's really the best method that, I, that has worked for me, just that, yeah. And Jason and I have started to write songs together and uh, the way we're doing it is very, very in a playful, light way as well, because and I say that because songwriting can be so personal that you get really stuck in in getting almost offended if someone doesn't love this or that. But but mm -hmm. we all know, you know, the, the musicians that are collaborating in those big studios and getting millions of dollars that they really you have to let put your ego aside and mm -hmm. allow yourself to be, you know, uh, critiqued um so anyway well, jason and i are, are are writing an album and we are creating new songs together with where we are now in our lives and the way we're doing it is very playful he's he's sending some songs from from his life i'm singing i'm sending some songs from him for myself and we're just going to see where we can interact with them and so that could be something that could be fun for people as well and definitely fun and enjoyment and joy gets to be at the foundation of this process as much as possible yeah. Right, right. Good, good point as well. <laughs> yes, right. It's definitely good to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and, and, yeah. and stuff. So sure. Well, I know Jason has to go soon. So I'm going to ask y'all to uh, share how people can stay in contact with you. And um, I will post links in the podcast description so people can click on them. Okay. Right. Um, I'll share that our website is jasonandemily.com. It is not too hard to remember that. So Jason, <laughs> oh yeah, Jason and Emily.com. And the the purpose of connecting with us, there's so many different things about how we want to connect. Um, one of the one of the ways is if you'd like to be just on our email list, you can find out about the retreats. Uh, the retreats are going to be even online. We're gonna have some virtual ones as well. You can you can participate as a musician or you can participate as an audience member. If you are interested in receiving these performances, you can find out about us there. Um, also, I offer mentorship for musicians. And so there's all different tiers of what I, what I offer. So it's not just a one, you know, one 
solution for everyone. So lots of lots of musicians who feel stuck in any way. Um, this is what I, I, my passion to help you overcome those. Uh, Jason, do you want to talk about what you offer with the how, how do people find that, Emily? I think that honestly, jasonandemily.com is the okay. best place. And we, we show all our offerings there um, gotcha. individually and together. Yeah. And on that web page, there's also a page where there's people can get in contact with me for either music lessons or songwriting lessons or sessions. Um, yeah, that's also on guitar, 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 and, yeah, and piano and music yeah. theory and, and songwriting. Yep. Um, cool. I, I think another, another one, um, we are going on tour and if anyone is interested in hosting a house concert, we're going across the country. So even if you live in California, if you live in Texas, we, we're, we're putting it on our, on our longevity calendar. So even if we're not going to all of those places um, this year, we are interested in, in reaching everyone that we get to connect with who's interested in connecting with us. So if you are interested in, in hosting a concert or being part of a retreat in your town, then we'd like to be in touch with you that way as well. That's really cool. So when they go on your <laughs> website, they can, um, they sign up for your mailing list and email you yep. or reply to that to say I'm interested maybe. Yep. Yep. In okay. fact, we have a, on, on there, there's a host application. They don't have oh, to, okay. they don't have to put the application. They don't have to fill it out. They can contact us first. And then we, if, if we feel like we're a good match, then we can, we can direct you that way. Um, but yeah, just be in touch with us and we're, we're open and ready to be in touch. Cool. Well, thank you so much y'all. Yes, thank day. you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Porter, so much. It's been wonderful talking with you. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Please remember to like, rate, subscribe, whatever your service offers you as a way to engage and let others know that you're enjoying it so it gets shared with more people. I have just launched my newest coaching program called Emotional Fluency 101. You can check out the info on that at portersinger.com slash coaching and book your complimentary intro call there so that we can chat and find out if we work well together. For all news updates on what I am doing, you can go to my website, portersinger.com, sign up for my mailing list and get a free track as a thank you. All right, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.